ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. Crystal Myers, makers of Ipana for the smile of beauty, and Minute Rub, the modern chest rub, bring you the Alan Young Show. Well, it's Friday night, and once again we take it to the little white cottage in Van Nuys, California, where we find the star of our show, the young man who is young today and young forever, Alan Young. Alan isn't home. I wonder where he can be at this time of the year. I know, down at the department store, catching up on his last bit of Christmas shopping. The store is certainly crowded today, Zero. Let's rest a minute, shall we? Yeah. Gee, we've been shopping all day. How many gifts you got to get yet, Alan? Now, I'll check my Christmas list. Let's see, I took care of Aunt Martha, Cousin Buster... Oh, here's one, Zero. I still didn't get anything for Lana Lane, that girl in the next block. Oh, she's a beautiful girl, Alan. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> Last year, I gave Lana a sweater for Christmas. And she gave me even a nicer present. What was it? She wore it. <laughs> well, Alan, I'm all through with my Christmas shopping. You are, Zero? Yeah. Just this morning, I sent me mother a Christmas present. Uh... She's such a sweet old lady. What'd you send her, Zero? case of scotch. <laughs> a case of scotch? Yeah. Jill, you're supposed to send something to your mother that'll bring a tear to her eye. This'll do it if she don't use a chaser. <laughs> Say, uh, Alan, uh, did you get me my Christmas present yet? Sure, Zero. Would you tell me what it is? No. Would you give me a hint? You don't tell people what you bought them. Uh, just a little hint. Well, okay, I'll give you just a little hint. <laughs> the gift I got for you is made out of leather, and it's got five fingers. Alan, you bought me a cow! <laughs> no, I did not buy you a cow. And I'm not giving you any more hints. Well, let's see this list again. Do you know, there's one present I left off this list. I wonder who it could... Oh, well, I'll think of it later. Let's go, Zero. Okay. Zero, stop staring at that dummy. Let's get out of this woman's lingerie department. But, Alan, look at the strange things on this dummy. Huh? Why do dames have to wear things with all that elastic in it? Well, you know, does doesn't do everything. <laughs> Let's go out into the street, shall we? Okay. Ooh, it's quite dark outside, huh? Yeah. You know, Alan, around this time of year, I get kind of lonesome for a real winter in New York. You do? Yeah. Back east, you walk outside and crunch the snow under your shoes. Well, here, you walk outside and squish the fog between your toes. (laughs) I'd kind of like to see snow again. I do believe you're suffering from a touch of nostalgia. I told you we shouldn't sleep with them windows open. Oh, right. <laughs> never mind. 
I could think of who I'm supposed to get that present for. Well, Alan Young, good evening, good evening, good evening. <laughs> Same to you, you, you. <laughs> uh, out Christmas shopping, Mrs. Johnson? Yes, got all my kitties with me. Yeah, I see them all over there on the Santa Claus line. Yes, the little darlings. Just look at them. Yes. Herman, you tell Santa Claus what you want for Christmas. And Joey, you let Santa out of the bag so Herman can tell him. <laughs> Get Herman. I didn't get a present for Herman. Yeah, Alan, that's a present you were trying to think of. Oh, that's right. Oh, Mrs. Johnson, I want you to meet my friend Zero. Uh, Merry Christmas, Mrs. Johnson. And I'd like to offer you my felicitations. Have they got marshmallow scented? Oh. No. no. <laughs> felicitations are just greetings. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mrs. Johnson, Zero and I have been shopping for gifts for your children. We forgot little Herman. Well, now, it's nice of you to go to all that trouble, Alan. Those kids of mine are just crazy about Christmas. <laughs> yes, they helped Mr. Johnson decorate the tree yesterday, and they're so full of mischief. <laughs> Do you know what's hung up on the top branch? What, Mr. Johnson? Mr. Johnson. <laughs> oh, dear. He always has such fun with them. Yeah, well, I did the same kind of things when I was a kid. But I was always a little afraid of my father. He was over six feet tall. Well, he must have been a strapping man. Used it all the time. <laughs> now, about Herman, is there anything special he wants for Christmas? Well, Herman's been asking for a water pistol. A water pistol, huh? Well, that's easy to get. Thanks a lot, Mr. J. You know, you have a lot of children to buy gifts for, over a dozen. Yes, over a dozen. And it seems like yesterday when Mr. Johnson and I first met. <laughs> you see, we were contestants on Take It or Leave It. Yeah. <laughs> Guess you're still trying for 64. <laughs> <laughs> I'd better run over to Mr. Waverly's gift shop and buy a water pistol. Mr. Waverly? Yeah. Oh, I hope you'd get it there. That Waverly is such a confusing guy. Mm -hmm. Well, look, uh, while you're shopping, Alan, I'll go home and get dinner ready. Well, see you later, dear. Ah, here's the gift shop now. Oh, there's Mr. Waverly. Such an agreeable man. <laughs> Good evening, Alan. Come right in. Yeah, hello, Mr. Waverly. Dropped in to buy some toys. Oh, you certainly picked a nice day for shopping, Alan. The stars are shining. The sky is clear. It's a beautiful night out tonight. Looks a little cloudy to me. You're right. Miserable weather we're having. <laughs> Oh, yes, just look around, Alan. Pick out what you like. Yeah, well, Mr. Waverly, I want to get a toy for one of Mrs. Johnson's kitties. Well, well, you've come to the right place, Alan. Got the biggest display of toys in town. Plenty of stock, yes, sir. Any kind of toys you want. There isn't very much on the counters. Just can't get merchandise these days. <laughs> Oh, but I'm running a special on these dolls, Alan. Yeah, well, I came here to buy a water pistol, Mr. Waverly. I wasn't thinking of dolls. Oh, but, Alan, just look at them. Strongest doll in town. Reinforced wires. Double-strength plastic. They don't look very strong to me. Yeah, drop them once and they break right in half. <laughs> anyway, I want a gift for a little boy. I want... How about a set of these toy trains? 
engine has the biggest spring made. Can run for ten minutes without rewinding. Goes and goes and goes. Spring doesn't look very strong to me. Never leaves the station. <laughs> yes, Mr. Waverly, I just came in here for a water pistol. Water pistol? Yeah. Oh, well, they only got one model, Alan. It's not very good. Hmm? Just look at it. Tin barrel, cardboard trigger, paper handle. Oh, it looks very sturdy to me. Last a lifetime! <laughs> Shall I wrap it up for you, Alan? Oh, don't bother us, Willie. I'll just take it the way it is. I want a Christmas wrap it at home. Here's your money. Ah, thanks. I hope Mrs. Johnson's kitties like it. She's got such wonderful children. Perfect little angels. They do get into mischief now and then. Nastiest brats in town. <laughs> Well, goodbye, Mr. Waverly. Goodbye, Alan. <laughs> Such a stubborn guy. Oh, well, it's a nice water pistol I bought. Looks just like a real gun. Imagine me holding a real gun. I'd be like Jesse James or John Dillinger. Like this very minute, I'm holding up a bank. Well, well, hello again, Alan. You get outside. Keep your motor running. Oof. <laughs> Mrs. Johnson just bought this water pistol for Herman. Well, that's nice, Alan. I'm doing a little shopping myself. I just bought Freddie a bowl of goldfish. Bowl of goldfish? Yeah, that ought to make Freddie happy. Well, it'll make Herbert even happier. He's the one Freddie feeds them to. Such <laughs> a happy woman. Still kind of silly walking around with this water pistol. Oh, well, I just live around this next corner. It won't be any... Whoops! Oof! Didn't mean to bump into you, miss. Oh, that pistol. Don't shoot. Here's my purse. What? Here's my rings and my bracelet. What? Leave me alone, please. Don't follow me. What? <laughs> she left me holding my what? <laughs> hey, miss. Miss. She's gone. She thought I was trying to rob her. She thought I was a criminal. I'm not a criminal. I'm Alan Dillinger. I mean, I'm Alan Young. I'm not a crook, hey, miss. Zero. Enjoying the Christmas season? Hey, certainly, Mr. Warlington. Oh, you always do. Have you bought presents for all your girlfriends? Only one. A bottle of Fleur de la Cattle Car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look what the label says. Open windows before breaking seal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that isn't anything to sniff at. You're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, good perfume does make a nice gift, Zero. In fact, anything that makes a woman lovelier is a good gift. That's why I feel I give women a good gift every time I tell them about Ipana. How's that? Well, Ipana toothpaste helps make smiles brighter. And a bright, sparkling smile makes anyone lovelier. And it's really easy to help brighten your smile when you do this. Brush your teeth with Ipana. And every time you do, put a little extra Ipana on your fingertip and gently massage it on your gums. Yes, your teeth will be brighter. Your smile more sparkling. For Ipana is designed not only to clean your teeth, but with gentle massage to aid in the health of your gums. Just ask your dentist. A national survey shows that seven out of ten dentists recommend gum massage. Not only that, but dentists themselves prefer Ipana toothpaste two to one over any other dentifrice for their own personal use. So why don't you start right away with Ipana toothpaste and gum massage? Ipana for your smile of beauty. 
Alan Young was carrying home a toy pistol when he accidentally bumped into a lady. And thinking that Alan was a hold-up man, she turned over all her valuables and ran off. We now find Alan arriving home. Uh, what's the matter, Alan? Look at the stuff I'm carrying. This bracelet, these rings, this pocketbook. You'll never guess what happened. You were elected queen for a day. <laughs> you don't understand. I was walking down the street with this water pistol. A girl mistook me for a hold-up man. Oh, yeah? Imagine her thinking I was a bandit. I was just holding a water pistol. <laughs> what's so funny? I guess that makes you public squirt number one. <laughs> No time for jokes. Well, I thought I... I don't care. Why did the girl mistake me for a thief? There's only one answer. I must have a criminal face. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Well, I, I got a face at zero. I'm the criminal type. Those hard lines in my mouth. High cheekbones. Weak chin. Shifty eyes. You got shifty eyes, Oh, huh? shifty eyes. I can look through both sides of a keyhole at the same time. <laughs> this is my first step in a life of crime. Oh, now, Alan, take it easy. This could have happened to anybody. Oh, it's in my blood, Zero. Remember the stories they used to tell about, about my bloodthirsty ancestor, the pirate. No ears young. Alan, he was a pirate? Crookedest man ever sailed the seven seas. He was so crooked, instead of a plank, they made him walk off a pretzel. <laughs> Look, Alan, if you're so upset about this, why don't you look into the bag and find out who it belongs to? Open a lady's pocketbook? Oh, no. Oh. Come on, Alan, open it up. But a lady's bag has such personal things in it. Well, I might open it and peek right into her lady Esther. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, that's the only way you can find out a name. Open it up. Oh, okay, Zero. Better empty it out on this table, huh? Takes care of the change purse. <laughs> well, well, Alan, can't you find a name on nothing? Oh, here's a driver's license. Gee, a woman's driver's license. Eh? Yeah. Look what it says. For sidewalks only. <laughs> well, it says for California only. Uh, you were right the first time, Alan. Mm. Hey, but uh, what's the thing's name? It is Dolores Darling. Oh. Here's her phone number. Hollywood 27344. I'll call her right now. Tell her I found it. Speak right up. Hello? Is this Dolores, darling? Well, I'm calling about some jewelry and a purse with your name in it. What? Yes, I, I found it. <laughs> found it. Just scrolling along and I found it? Yes. <laughs> well, my name is Alan Young. I live at 947 Maple Street. And I... Oh, you're passing by this way later. That's <laughs> well. Oh, goodbye, darling. I mean, Dolores? <laughs> Sounded kind of cute, Zero. Still, you can never tell by a voice in your phone. Here comes Filthy Rich Updike. I wonder what he wants to show off today. Well, you can talk to him, Alan. I got some work to do around the house. Hmm. Alan, I'm here. I'm here. Just like the new Studebaker, I look good from both ends. <laughs> What are you doing out so early? Well, Alan, I've been out shopping for mistletoe. Mistletoe? Yes, I can't wait to catch a certain pretty someone under the mistletoe. Uh, who, Hubert? Me. <laughs> I'm just going to cover me with juices. <laughs> you 
but I haven't seen you this happy in a long time. Well, Alan, I'm just bubbling over with Christmas spirit. I just bought my Aunt Charlotte a dress made of ostrich feathers. A dress of ostrich feathers? I wanted something that would tickle her fancy. <laughs> oh, that was a winning one. But, Alan, the real reason I came over was to invite you to my Christmas party. Yeah. The Updike Mansion is being open to the public. You mean you're going to let ordinary people walk right in? Well, yes, of course, after the party, we're boiling the house. Oh. <laughs> well, I'd like to come here, but I'm expecting somebody to drop in for a pocketbook I found. But, Alan, you'll be missing a great party. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the biggest elbow dig in town. Yeah. Elbow dig? Hubert, you mean shindig. We Updikes don't lower ourselves for anybody. <laughs> Well, I'd like to come, Hewitt, but I find... Alan, I... you must come to my party. We've just finished decorating the Christmas tree. Well, well, I decorated my tree, too. Gee, it looks beautiful. Those colored bulbs on an evergreen. Ooh, how vulgar. We hang diamonds on a stack of thousand-dollar bills. Oh, <laughs> well, Hubert, I'd like to come to your party, but I've got to stay here and give this pocketbook back to the owner. Uh, what is what is all this about a pocketbook, Alan? Well, it's a long story, Hubert, I... I found a pocketbook, and it belongs to a girl by the name of Dolores Darling. Did you say Dolores Darling? Oh, I've seen her, Alan. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> I'm very glad to hear she's pretty here, but I'll bet she'll be very nice to the person who found her pocketbook. Oh, I wish I'd found it, Alan. Ever since I saw her, I've been dying to kiss the lobe of her ear. <laughs> But I'm the one who found the purse. That's it right over there on that table. Oh, ho, on the table. <laughs> Say, that gives me an idea. Uh, Alan, uh, would you mind getting me a glass of water? Yeah, but I thought you always drank champagne. Uh, not anymore, Alan. I had to give it up because of the bubbles. The bubbles? My nose bruises so easily. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'll get you a glass of water, Hubert. Oh, just let me get my hands on that pocketbook. Oh, Mother, turn on the Bendix. I'm doing some dirty work tonight. <laughs> well, I'll uh, return this bag to Dolores and win her for myself. Yes, I'll just put it right here in my pocket. Here. Water, oh, well, thank you, Alan. I'll uh, take it out to my car with me. Why don't you drink it here? The chauffeur has my bib. Arawawa. Oh. Arawawa. <laughs> Hubert isn't so bad, I guess. The way he raves about girls, though. He thinks every girl is beautiful. I didn't get a good look at Dolores, darling, but she's probably some... Oh, bet that's her now. Hello. Does Alan Young live here? <laughs> I'm Alan Young. You must be the purse that lost the girl. Honey, won't you come in? Ah, oh, thank you. I'm Dolores Darling. I just moved to Van Nuys. You did? Uh-huh. I'm from Kansas, the farming country. <laughs> Crops look good this year. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm really so grateful to you for finding my bag, and I'd like to give you some sort of a reward. Oh, I don't want any money. Well, perhaps I could give you a kiss. Oh, I don't want any money. <laughs> but before I give you the bag and the jewelry, I better make sure you're the right girl. Oh, I'd be happy to answer any questions at all. Oh, well, it's all right. I have the driver's license from the pocketbook right here. Uh-huh. I'll check the description. It's, um, sex. Uh-huh. <laughs> Weight, 116. Eyes, brown. Convertible top. Oh. 
if they mean the car. 80 horsepower motor? Huh? <laughs> well, now that you've checked my qualifications, is everything in shape? <laughs> yes, I think it is. Yes, I think it is. Tell me, are, are all the fellows here in Van Nuys like you? Oh, of course not. Some of them are shy. <laughs> Back in Kansas City, when a fella takes a girl out and they go for a moonlight ride in his car, they drive along and he runs out of gas. Do you know why? Small tank? <laughs> I live kind of close to you. Can't you be a little more neighborly? Neighborly? Uh-huh. After all, you're a man and I'm a woman. Yeah. Your father was a man and your mother was a woman. Gee, habit forming, isn't it? Now, I'm going to give you a reward for finding my person, Julie. A great big kiss. Kiss? Certainly. Haven't you ever been kissed before? Only by my mother. By your mother? Come a little closer. <laughs> now, what do you say to that? Poor old Pop. pocketbook and jewelry? Certainly. They're right over there on the table. But I, I don't see them. Well, they're right on the... <laughs> they're gone. Say, so what kind of a gag is this? If you have my driver's license, you must have my pocketbook and jewels. Well, I have. I mean, I had. I just showed him a Hubert upside. Elijah! <laughs> oh, no. Hubert! I've got a good mind to call the police. No, Dolores, please. I'll get them back at Hubert Updike's Christmas party. I'll get them back as sure as the sun is shining. And what if you don't get them back? Oh, buttermilk skies. <laughs> you know, no one is more miserable than a child with a cold, unless it's you worrying about it. But no one needs to be miserable, particularly a child with cold discomfort. Not when you can get Minute Rub, the really modern chest rub. For Minute Rub will give your youngster fast relief from cold misery. Just rub Minute Rub on the throat, chest, and back. In a minute, Minute Rub's soothing menthol vapors begin to clear up that stuffy feeling in the nose and throat. In a minute, Minute Rub starts to bring a feeling of warmth and relief to those tight, sore, aching muscles. And listen, here at last is a chest rub that's greaseless and stainless. Disappears like vanishing cream and can't stain clothes or bed linens. So get a tube of Minute Rub and get quick relief from your cold discomfort the modern way. The greaseless, stainless Minute Rub way. Well, Alan is on his way to Hubert Updike's Christmas party, where he plans to get Dolores Darling's purse back from Hubert. But Hubert has ideas of his own. Let's drop into the Updike mansion and see what's going on before Alan arrives. It was nice of you to phone me, Mr. Updike, so I could drop by for my jewelry and pocketbook. Oh, I'd do anything for you, Dolores. I suppose you're expecting some kind of reward? Yes, yes. <laughs> May I... May I kiss the lobe of your ear? Why, Mr. Updike, how dare you? Well, I can't help myself. I haven't seen such beautiful lobes since the last time I looked in the mirror. <laughs> well, Mr. Updike, we've just 
met, but I will promise you a date next week. Oh, bully, bully, just plain bully. Here's your purse, Dolores, and all your jewelry. Oh, wow. Thank you. through that window? Uh-huh. Hubert just gave a pocketbook to some girl. He's trying to get rid of it before I get there. Who's the dame, Ellen? I don't know. It's too dark to see. But I'll stop her and find out. Hey, get back. Here she comes now. Hey, you. Oh, no, no. Don't shoot. Here's my jewels. Here's my pocket. <laughs> Holy smoke. Even Humphrey Bogart don't get these results. <laughs> Weak chin. Shifty eyes. I'm as crooked as my great-grandfather. Now, now, Alan. It's true, sir. I'm even crookeder. I haven't got a spine. I got a corkscrew in there. <laughs> Look, Alan, forget about it. Let's go inside Hubert's house. We'd be late for the Christmas party. Christmas party? This is all Hubert's fault. I'm going in there and tell him a thing or two. Come on, Zero. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hubert has a wonderful home. I'll just ring the bell. <laughs> Gee. Come in, Alan. Oh, hello, Zero. Hello. The uh, Christmas party is about to start. Never mind the Christmas party, Hubert. I'm going to knock the stuffings out of you. Oh, I'm afraid that's impossible, Alan. What do you mean, impossible? If I hit you hard enough, your stuffings are bound to come out. Mine have no better place to go. <laughs> <laughs> Hubert, why did you give this pocketbook away to a strange woman? A strange woman? Well, Alan, I gave it back to Dolores Darling, and she just left the house with it. Dolores Darling? Oh... Alan, you robbed the same dame twice. Well, uh, come on, let's join the Christmas party in the living room. My friend Sir Reginald Van Scuffington is going to play Santa Claus. I don't feel much like celebrating. Ah, come on, Alan, let's have some fun. Yes, 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 let's join the party. Right this way, officer. I'm sure the man who took my pocketbook is in this room. I'll just identify the culprit, miss, and I'll do the rest. Zero, she's got a cop with her. What if she recognizes me this time? Look, Alan, I got an idea. Hmm? If you were in the Santa Claus outfit, nobody would know you. But Reginald Van Scuffington is playing Santa Claus. Alan, leave it to me. I'll hit him over the head with this bookend. Uh, uh, oh, Sir Reginald. Uh, yes, little boy. Uh, uh, would uh, you come out here in the hall? Who oh, I say that. I'm just on my way to get an eggnog. Eggnog? Well, this will just take a second. Oh, but I say I want an eggnog. <laughs> Put an egg on his nug. <laughs> Zero, you really have to get in. Now, quick, Helen. Quick. Get into that Santa Claus outfit. Okay, Zero. I'll slip right into it. There we are. Oh, Alan, you make a great Santa Claus. Yeah. How'd you get so big and fat? Yeah. Oh, I forgot to take Sir Reginald out. <laughs> what do we do with this guy, Zero? Well, I'm, until he comes to, let's prop him up in this chair. Okay. The least we can do is put a drink in his hand so he looked like a man of the distinction. <laughs> Hey, hey, quick, Alan. Here comes the dame and the cop. Huh. I-, I guess he's not around here, officer. Just a minute. Who's in this Santa Claus outfit? Oh, that's my very good friend, uh, Sir Reginald Van Scorpington. Yeah? <laughs> well, it's nice of you to play Santa Claus, Sir Reginald. Oh, it is well. Ho, ho, no. Cheerio, pip, pip, and a beastly North Pole. <laughs> Say, this is kind of different. First time I ever saw an English Santa Claus. Well, got to be popping off now. Up, dancer, up, prancer, up, tea bag, up, crumpet. Cheerio <laughs> and pip it. Hey, Santa, why do you keep saying pip it? Just flew over Betty Grable and Lana Turner's house. Oh, 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 oh. Well, got 
Please pop him off now, Old Bean. Oh, uh, but uh, Santa. Oh, sorry, Old Bean. Oh, uh, but Santa, where are you going? Off to Boston to deliver some Old Beans. <laughs> oh, but... funny theater. <laughs> But, Sarah, you haven't given out the presents from your bog yet. Yes, Sarah, you haven't given out the gifts yet. Oh, I see. Almost forgot the beastly gifts and all that sort of rot. The first one out of the bag, let's see now. Gift for Hubert Updike the third. Oh, bully. Here it is, a beautiful piggy bank. Piggy bank? But, Santa, I specifically wrote you the first national. <laughs> beastly, sorry, beastly. Oh, Santa Claus. Uh, cheerio, pip, pip. And I do mean pip. Santa, you certainly seem to have a lot of goodies. The same to you, my dear. <laughs> Don't you have a present for me, Santa? By Jove, I do have something I'm most anxious to present you with. Here you are, miss. What? Oh, 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 it's my pocketbook and all my jewelry. Oh, this is wonderful. Thank you, Santa. Thank you. Quite all right. Let's see. Here's a nice gift for Mrs. Johnson's little boy, Herman. Here it is, Herman. A beautiful little water pistol. No, no, don't shoot. Please, here's my pocketbook. Here's my... No, no. <laughs> Alan Young will be back in just a moment. Heads up, men. She's looking at you. And what's the first thing she notices? Your hair. Better keep it well-groomed with Vitalis in the 60-second workout. Famous for bringing men these three important advantages. One, Vitalis keeps even the driest, most unruly hair under control in a natural, masculine way. Two, the Vitalis workout loosens your tight scalp, prevents dryness. Three, the Vitalis workout routes embarrassing loose dandruff, helps retard excessive falling hair. So remember, to look your best tomorrow, get a bottle of Vitalis tonight. Here again, Alan Young. Thanks, Jimmy. Friends, on behalf of our whole company, I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Bristol Myers invites you to tune into Duffy's Tavern next Wednesday night for a special Christmas Day broadcast over most of these same stations. Thanks a lot. See you next week. Good night. Merry Christmas. <laughs> NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.